once you give charge of a program to the government, you get to see that the government is not capable of running anything. A new study shows that if you don't make people pay back their student loans, they won't be able to pay back their student loans or their car loans or their consumer credit loans, their credit card bills, or almost anything else. Hi, I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. If you have an option on the screen in front of you to express your deep affection for us and our ideas, please use it now. And by the way, for those of you who have a little bit of an antagonistic view of YouTube, but you're still watching it on YouTube, I want to let you know that every time you click on that little thumbs up thing, it actually hurts a young person at the YouTube company. Yes. So yeah, just it's, stab it's a, it's that a zap, thing. Right? It's yeah. connected directly to an electric shock. Some exactly. Some 22-year-old is writhing in pain. <laughs> So go ahead and use that uh, vigorously. Thank you. Um, Repeatedly. Gentlemen, there's a story in the Wall Street Journal about a Federal Reserve Bank of New York study that shows that during the pandemic, when the government said that people who owed student loan debt didn't have to pay it back um, and that the interest rate would be frozen at zero during this forbearance period, um, they didn't pay it back. And so, but there are some people, a very small fraction of people who have student loan money from private institutions, about 10% of student loans these days are originated by private banks and not connected with the federal government. Um, and the people who uh, had to pay back their their student loans at the same time where they had to maintain their other payments were about 35% more likely to default on their credit cards or on their car payments or something like that. And here's the concern, Steve Green, because we're coming up on May 1st when this forbearance period for student loan debt is supposed to expire and people have to start paying that again. And the Federal Reserve of New York thinks that if we make people pay back their student loan debt now, they're going to have a hard time paying off their credit cards and paying for their automobile loans. And so the suggestion is maybe we shouldn't do it. Steve, is this just a beautiful lesson in the federal government way of managing a business? Oh, yeah. What was it Reagan said about a federal program being the closest thing to eternal life we'll ever find on this earth? And it... it in a way, it's even worse than that because we started off with a student loan program that was uh, basically if you need money for school, you go to your bank and they lend you the money and then you're on the hook for that and hopefully you'll be able to pay it back and it'll be reasonable. Uh, and then under Obama, this thing got federalized, which is just added to the skyrocketing tuition. I'm not going to bore you with the details on that. Uh and so the federal government can't get out of this. You can't get college prices to be any cheaper. And now we're at a point where you can't even make them pay it back. So we're in the worst of all possible worlds, um, which only a government program can do because the private sector has to pay its bills. Well, you know, unless you're a bank and you get a bailout for that, too. But what, what we're looking at here is, a, is a, couple of, a couple of big payouts. The first is this, this student loan program has been a massive transfer of wealth from taxpayers with actual jobs who pay actual taxes to schools, to universities, with some of which have huge endowments. I mean, I think Harvard is a uh, is a hedge fund with uh, some some education attached to it. Uh, you can say that about any of the Ivy League schools. And of course, the only way to afford to go to an Ivy League school, unless you're extremely rich to begin with, 
his student loans. So you've got that part. The other part is this loan forgiveness. During the lockdowns, which were completely unnecessary, as we now know, and a lot of us knew then, these lockdowns hit hardest those people without a college education, people in the service industries, uh, repairmen, et cetera. These people were hit hardest. The people who were not hit hardest or what they're they're now calling the laptop class, those who were most likely to have a college education, who could work from home and did work from home and did not take a pay cut. These people didn't suffer one dime of loss during these shutdowns and and they got loan forgiveness. Oh, you're uh, you're a carpenter and you missed a payment on your truck. Well, you know, this is where we go all good fellas. F you pay me. Uh, but if you're uh, if you're a college student who racked up three hundred thousand dollars and are still working from home, hey, you're in the government's good graces. You can pay us back sometime. Maybe never. Whatever. We're good. You save a lot of money on gas as well. Uh, Bill, the, yeah. the federal student loan portfolio now runs to some $1.6 trillion. There are some 40 million debtors uh, to the federal government for these student loan programs. Uh, that's a significant slice of the electorate. And once you get a program going like this and say, okay, well, for a period of time, you don't have to pay back your student loans, it seems like nobody wants to step up and go, okay, now it's time for everybody to start paying again. And you can even see that the Federal Reserve Bank of New York is kind of going to bat for these people and saying, hey, if you do that, and, and, and essentially whipping up the credit card companies and the automobile finance companies to say, you know, you better lobby your congressman because if we have to start getting these people to pay back their student loans, they're going to miss some car payments. They're going to miss some credit card payments. Um, how do you stop this kind of forbearance juggernaut? Or should you? Maybe we should go along, Bill with what Senator Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer and Senator Patty just Murray stop right there. and others <laughs> the, want that, to do. You could just stop right there. We should go along with anything those people say. A lot of this debt and restructure the plan so that it's not such a mess. Is there any way that you can imagine that, that we're going to stop this train and turn it around? Well, whether we can or whether we should are two different issues. So let's talk about whether we should or not. Uh, one of the reasons that college is, is so much uh, fun, at least for many of us, is that it's the first time in life that you really are genuinely an adult. You're living by yourself now. You're doing your own laundry, buying your own food. You're, 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 you're responsible for yourself for the first time ever. And that comes with a lot of privileges and a, and a lot of fun. And it's at that age when you're breaking away from your parents and home and all the rest of it. So it's, it's supposed to be a good time and pre presumably – you might also pick up a few noteworthy pieces of education along the way, although that's doubtful. Um, but the real thing about college is that since this is the first time in your life that you're an actual adult, one of the lessons that you should take with you out of college is, is that, yes, now you're an adult. Now you can stay up as late as you want to. Now you can do whatever you damn well want to. You can sleep through classes if you want to. But since you are now of legal age and having all this fun, you also have to assume the responsibilities that come with legal age. You have signed a contract now as an adult. You are responsible for paying this money back. And if we take that away, then basically what we are saying to this generation that's never, ever, ever been deprived, anytime they wanted anything, they have a temper tantrum and they get it. It'll be it'll be yet another case of of them learning the lesson that there is no such thing as responsibility for your actions. 
we were talking, uh, uh, I don't remember if this was on going to be one of your other shows or whether it's just best backstage topic. But we were talking about the idea of how colleges now, uh, they shout down people who, um, who they disapprove of. That's, that's the activity. You go in there, you go in there and just shout them down. Okay. What, what are you, what are you learning from this? The, in my opinion, the, the entire university system as we understand it is done. It's it's done. It's done because the economics are inverted like this, where, uh, you know, I'm paying for the education of the person who's going to censor my videos on YouTube. Uh, so so that's that's insane. Um, a, a trillion and a half of debt is insane. The fact that the government is subsidizing student loans means that tuitions are increasing to such a degree that you cannot afford to go to college unless you take one of these student loans. So that's a kind of an extortion as well, because the because once the federal government guarantees the student loans, the universities raise the price of their tuition to whatever they want to. They, they can make it anything they want to because these kids are guaranteed to get the loan. And if they don't, pay the loan. It's not the university that's out of money. It's just slap it on the taxpayers. I'll tell you this, if they decide, we mentioned this on our backstage show, if they decide to forgive these loans, my first thought was, well, if that's the case, then I want my, I want my tuition back. The, the student loans that I, that I actually paid, I want mine back. Because if you don't have to pay these things, I don't see why I had to. And frankly, by the way, if you think about it, there will come a point if they do decide to forgive these loans, there will come a point where there will be the last person who paid their loans, right? That guy or that girl. I wonder how that's going to feel. You just finished? Yes. You finished your paying your loans and all the hardship? Yes. Well, guess what? If you'd only waited another week, and been delinquent one more week, you could have just walked away from it. So I, I either want that money back, but really what I want is I want the median debt that is being forgiven removed from my tax bill. That's what I want. If it turns out that the median, that the median amount of money that would be forgiven if they forgive this is a hundred grand, that's a hundred grand that they owe that they don't have to pay, then I want that hundred grand off my taxes. There's a, a strong feeling on the left that education is a right, um, not a product. And therefore, you should never have to pay for it at all. And that this whole topic we're discussing here sounds absurd to somebody from the progressive left because they believe that um, college should be free. And there shouldn't be any loans involved because nobody has to pay for it anyway. And now I'm not sure what they think when it comes to the time when the professor walks down to the grocery store. Is food then free at the grocery store? Electricity. <laughs> um, you know, it kind of gets, it, it, it snowballs from there. Uh, but this really is, is another example of why government cannot involve itself in businesses uh, because it won't make decisions for the best needs of the customer or for the organization itself. Um, it makes decisions based on completely unrelated things. Uh, a few years back when I was a county commissioner, there was a discussion about studying the county nursing home to determine how things were going and what the best ownership structure for that would be. And of course, because I was leading this, uh, this kind of uh, movement to get a study done, and it was no changes were suggested. It was just, let's do a study and find out how we're doing. Um, everybody said, oh, well, he's going to privatize the nursing home. And I said at one public meeting, I said, look, this isn't about privatizing the nursing home. However, I would like to get to the point 
were the health and safety of the el- oldest people in our community, the most vulnerable people in our community, is not in the hands of people who see it as a political football. It's not in the hands of people who are trying to get elected next time around and just want to make it a talking point. And that's the problem when you put student loans in the hands of the government. Then it becomes an electoral issue. It's not an issue about good education. It's not an issue about uh, economical education. It just becomes an issue of who can get elected. You've got 40 million people out there who owe student loan debts, and you've got one party that's exclusively talking about how we can forgive that debt. Does that sound appealing to somebody who owes a bunch of debt? It took me a generation to pay off my student loan debts. I mean, if I had had started, if I started having children as early as a lot of people do, my kids would have been ready to go to college by the time I made my last student loan payment. And it would have been just an unbroken chain. It would have just kept going. (laughs) So that, you know, I see that I know the the pain of having to pay those things back and I had to get deferrals, but it didn't, um, it didn't keep me from having to pay me it too. off. Like I actually had me to too. pay it off eventually. And there was interest charged on that. There was no, you know, zero interest kind of things. So um, when you look at this, if you're coming at it from a, gee, wouldn't it be right if these people were, were forgiven for their debt? Uh, you you got to ask, okay, then where does the money come from? Who wants to do something for free? Who wants to carry the cost of this. Is education, as Bill has pointed out before, if education were free, uh, if it didn't cost anything to produce, then I'd be in favor of handing it out for free. <laughs> you know, But it does cost something to produce, and somebody must bear the burden of that cost. If that burden has got to be forced on all of us through uh, uniform taxes, as you can see here, it's not going to be a loan. It'll be a grant for everybody. You have extra money in your pocket now, my friend. You want to cough that up. You want to say, okay, well, I'm paying extra for gasoline right now, but I really believe in education. So I'm going to take like, I'm going to drive half as often as I now do just so I can put more money into education because the government does it best. It's just another case where once you give charge of a program to the government, you get to see that the government is not capable of running anything like this. And the most compassionate thing in the world to do is to strip the federal government of all responsibilities like this so that people don't get hurt and so that education can go on at a reasonable cost. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 